the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God in me. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. We thank God who brought us to the joy of this day in which the Archdiocese of Toronto receive the Blessed Father, His Grace Bishop Archivides, to start his service and his ministry here in the Archdiocese. And on this occasion, I like to express my thanksgiving and gratitude to our Father, His Holiness Pope Tawadros II, for his great care and love and paying attention to all these areas outside Egypt to appoint blessed fathers and bishops to a pastor, the sheep and the flock in this area. And on this occasion, I remember the verse of St. Paul in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 17, in which he said, Obey those who rule over you and be submissive, for they watch out for your souls as those who must give account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for that would be unprofitable for you. Basically, St. Paul is saying, when we obey and be submissive to our fathers, whom actually God entrusted to watch over us and over our souls, and our fathers in the last day will give an account before God, give an account of your stewardship. So when we obey them and when we are submissive to them, they will do their ministry with joy and not with grief. And St. Paul concluded by saying, for that would be unprofitable for you. So if we give hard time to our fathers, then actually this will be unprofitable for us. St. Paul is instructing us to let our fathers do their ministry and their service with joy. Otherwise, they will be doing it with grief and this will reflect back on us. It will be unprofitable for us. So I thought, what actually makes the heart of the bishop rejoice? What makes the heart of the bishop happy and glad? And quickly, I like to mention seven points for us as congregation to keep it in our mind. Because if we keep these seven points in our minds and we make our Father serving us with joy, not with grief, then we will benefit. The first point is the unity and the oneness. When all of us serve together with one heart, with unity, this actually will make the heart of our beloved Father the Bishop is happy. What grieves the heart of the father when he sees his children are divided against each other? 
And as the Lord Jesus Christ told us, a kingdom divided against itself will be brought to desolation. So it's not in our benefit, and it is not actually, it doesn't give joy to our Father when he finds split and division among his children. The second point is submission and obedience. When we obey our Father and we don't give him hard time, any bishop when he starts his ministry, he has a vision. And we need actually to help the bishop in fulfilling this vision. This actually will benefit us. But some people, unfortunately, they resist and stand against any decision, any regulation, and this will not be in our favor. As St. Paul said, obey those who rule over you. Obedience and submission make the heart of our fathers joyful and happy. Number three, when all of us, we participate effectively in the ministry and the service. One person cannot do everything, but as St. Peter said, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So each one of us has a gift. God entrusted you with a gift. You need to use this gift to edify the church of God, to edify the children of God. The bishop by himself, the priest by himself, cannot do everything. You need actually to participate effectively and to see what is your gift, what's your talent, and participate in the ministry. Number four, actually keeping the faith and without any compromise, we defend our faith. Our fathers, St. Mark, as we heard from the English choir, St. Mark shed his blood in order to defend the faith. So we should actually keep the sound doctrine and we defend our faith and we'll be very strong in defending our faith. Nowadays, many people preach different doctrines. We did not receive it from the apostles. We did not receive it from our Lord Jesus Christ. But we need to be defenders of the faith and protectors of the faith. And we need to examine our faith all the time with the teaching of the scripture as well as the teaching of the early church fathers. Number five, the commitment and the dedication. Commitment in attending the services of the church, liturgies, vespers, youth meeting, send our children for Sunday school, for any activities. So when actually the priest or the bishop come and doesn't find people around him, how he can serve? How he can serve is he by himself. We need to be committed, committed in our attendance to the several activities of the church. When we gather together, as we say in the divine liturgy, he made us unto himself an assembled people. When we assemble together, and when we gather together, we support one another, we strengthen one another. This fellowship 
And the spirit of commitment and dedication is very important. In the New Testament, if you compare the verses that has one another, like love one another, serve one another, support one another, you will find more than 50 different verses, which means we have responsibility toward one another. Your commitment and your dedication will fulfill this spirit of fellowship. Number six is our repentance and living a godly life. As the Lord Jesus Christ said, the heaven rejoices when one lost sheep return back to the sheepfold. What makes the heart of a father rejoice when the lost sheep return back to the sheepfold? We need to live the life of repentance, life of godliness, life of holiness. This actually brings joy to heaven and brings joy to our fathers and bring joy to the rest of the believers. And the last point, respect the responsibilities and the time of the bishop and our fathers in general. Moses, when he started to counsel the people by himself, his father-in-law, he told him, this is not good for you. Appoint with you and delegate with you people who can help you in this responsibility. So that's why with the bishop there are clergy and with the clergy there are Sunday school coordinators, there are board of deacons, there are deacons, there are servants, many, many different ranks help the bishop. But some people actually go directly to the bishop for everything. This actually putting pressure on his time. St. Paul one time mentioned God did not send me to baptize but to preach. What does this mean? Definitely he is not belittling the importance of baptism. But as an apostle he understood his responsibility. His responsibility is to establish churches and to preach the word of God. That's why he said God did not send me to baptize but to preach. In the same way we need to respect the responsibility of the bishop. So we should not actually put stress or strain on his time. So we can give him opportunity to use his time effectively for the glory of God. If actually we keep these seven points in our hearts, then as St. Paul said, our father will his ministry and his responsibility with joy and not with grief. For that, if he is doing his responsibility with grief, St. Paul said, would be unprofitable for you. I congratulate all of you for this joyful day that God sent a faithful and a blessed father to serve you and to be uh, your episcopus, overseers, looking from above for the needs of his congregation and attending to the needs of the congregation. May the Lord, through your prayers and through the prayers of St. Mary, Mother of God, and St. Mark, bless the ministry of your grace and always, always reveal beautiful and successful things about your grace. Glory be to God forever, forever. Amen.